Section 11 of the National Geographic Magazine, Volume 9, April 1898. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Mithali Uhuri. Alaska and its Mineral Resources, Placer or Detrital Deposits the extraordinarily rich placer deposits of the Gulges tributary to the Klondike River above Dawson and of similar Gulches of the nearby Indian Creek and Stewart River have been so recently opened that no detailed geological description of these localities has yet been received. In his report, however, Spur had shown that the strike of gold-bearing rocks in the forty-mile district and the exposure observed along the Yukon indicated that their gold must have been derived from the same old bearing formations that had furnished the richest places in the districts visited by him. A brief statement of the prominent characteristics of these districts as given by him will therefore probably be of value the hills surrounding the gulches of the little minook and hunter creeks on the lower yukon are formed of rocks of rampart series the bedrocks are of diapes tufts impure shales and quartzites and in the bottoms of the gulches there is from ten to twenty feet of gravel the gravel consists in part of angular fragments of rocks that form the walls of the gulch in part of water-worn pebbles of birch creek skits skitstoes granite and other rocks the gold is generally in rounded bean-shaped grains and nuggets and less frequently in unworn particles this points to a twofold origin of the gold as derived in part from the rocks immediately about and in part from distant and older rocks which may have been worn down possibly along an old seashore into terrace gravels and then by subsequent erosion brought into the present stream beds further exploration in the hills to the south may disclose the true source of these pebbles and of gold that accompanies them on american creek in the mission creek district the gold-bearing placers are also derived from rocks of the rampart series quartzite skids serpentines and chloritic rocks and the gold is said by spur to have been derived mainly from the skidstoes zones in the bedrock the richest gravels have been found in the birch creek and forty mile districts in the entire birch creek district which lies south of the circle city and on miller glacier poker and davis creeks of the forty mile district near the international boundary the bedrocks are always the quartzite skids of the birch creek series containing veins of quartz the gravels rest as a rule directly on the skids though in some cases 
as on Harrison and Eagle Creeks, in the Birch Creek district, there is clay beneath the gravels, and the gold, as a rule, does not extend into the bedrocks, but occurs chiefly at the top of the clay. Generally, however, the skit is rotted and redundant from oxidation for a few inches to several feet below the surface, and in this part, the gold has settled into the cracks and joints. The pay gravels lie mostly next the bedrock in an average thickness of perhaps two feet, though sometimes up to ten feet, while the overlining gravels average eight or ten feet with a maximum of twenty-five feet. In the gravels, the skids is in quite large flat fragments and the quartz is in boulders of varying size. The skids fragments lie flat and are mixed with sand showing that the sorting action of running water has not been carried far. In the concentrates from the sluice boxes, the heavier minerals associated with the gold, galena, magnetite, limonite, hornblende and the garnet are in each case such as are found in the neighboring skids and the nuggets of gold often have pieces of quartz still adhering to them. All these facts are evidence that the gold is derived from rocks in the vicinity and is not brought from a great distance, perhaps by glaciers as some erroneously suppose. The rocks of the 40-mile series in the 40-mile district, as already stated, form the west bank of 40-mile creek and south of the South Fork Cross, the divide between Franklin Gulch and Napoleon Creek, where they are overlain by green slates of the Rampart series, which in turn are overlain by conglomerates of the Mission Creek series. In Franklin Creek, the bedrocks are marbles interbedded with mica and hornblende skids. The gravel contains fragments of marble, quartzite, mica skids, and veined quartz. At one point, a quartz vein is found in the bedrock, and below it, native silver have been found in the gravels, which apparently came from this vein. It is the skittos rocks that mostly carry the gold, as the marbles do not show much evidence of veins. In this gulch are two levels. The higher one, at the head of the gulch, had not been worked, while the pay gold had been found mainly at the lower level near the mouth of the gulch. Chicken Creek, so called because it gold occurs in grains the size of chicken feet, drains a wide area toward the Ketchum Stock Hills to the southwest and the actual source of the gold is less readily defined. The gravel contains fragments of granite, quartzite, skith, and marble. On Napoleon Creek, conglomerate forms the bedrock near the mouth. The gravels contain fragments of quartzite, vein quartz, 
hornblende granite and various eruptive rocks and the source of the gold is assumed to be the conglomerate which is made up of fragments of older rocks for the rocks higher up the gulch above the conglomerates have not been found to carry much gold the most trustworthy reports from the klondike region indicate that the exceptionally rich placer gravels thus far found occur in side valleys entering the main klondike valley from the south such as bonanza eldorado and hunker creeks and in some gulches across the divide tributary to indian or stewart rivers no gold in paying quantities had been found on the klondike itself the placer deposit generally consists of 10 to 15 feet of frozen muck and decayed vegetation at the surface then a gravel bed that rarely pays below that a clay selvage under which is paid dirt from 1 to 5 feet in thickness resting on the upturned edges of the skids from which it is separated by a clay selvage the pay streak or bottom of the old channel is usually very regular and straight not following the bends of the present stream it is said to average 60% to the pan and may yield dollar 1 to dollar 3 only very exceptionally rich gravel can be worked at all under present conditions other detrital deposits besides the placer gravels above described there are other detrital deposits that may carry gold some of which are known to occur in the yukon district but have not as yet been extensively worked in the large streams accumulation of gravel and sand are made in places of slackening current such as inner side of curves or at points where considerable coarse material is brought into the main stream by more rapid tributaries such accumulations are called bars and often contain much gold in some cases the entire mass of sand and gravel in a river bed contain enough gold to be worked at a profit by mechanical processes there must be necessarily be a large amount of gold in the bars of the yukon and its tributaries but whether they are rich enough to be profitably worked under existing conditions has not yet been proved another common form of detrital deposit is the fine sills which often cover wide areas the most notable instance is what is called the yukon flats which extend for 100 miles or more above and below the great bend of the river at fort yukon and a considerable distance up the porcupine thus covering an area perhaps 100 by 200 miles in extent similar flats but of more moderate dimensions occur at various points along the lower course of the river generally in the concave sides of curves these silts are being deposited at present day 
in the annual floods while the river waters cover such wide areas that their movement becomes as sluggish as those of a lake there are however similar beds of silt of like appearance and constitution at altitudes of several hundred feet above the present stream which are of widespread occurrence not only in the lower yukon country but in the plateau region of british columbia the latter have been designated white cells by dr dawson who considered that they were laid down in fjords connecting with the sea their material being furnished by the grinding of the retreating cordilleran glacier these ancient sills and the benches or terraces that fringe the mountains all over the interior of alaska up to three thousand feet above the present sea level point to a comparatively recent submergence of the country to this deposit the american geologists are inclined however to attribute a lacustrine origin to part at least of these silts the absence of marine fossils in them is admitted by dr dawson to be negative evidence against their marine origin from an economic point of view these silts are of little importance however as the gold contained in them would be so finely divided that it probably could not be extracted at a profit it is otherwise however with the terrace gravels which are also very widespread throughout the interior when these occur at moderate heights above the present streams and evidently represent earlier stages in the cutting down of their valleys they may naturally be expected and indeed are often found to contain considerable cold which it may pay to extract in the cassier mining district quite a large proportion of the gold was derived from terrace gravels the higher terraces which are not confined to present valleys but cross divides and sometimes forms plateaus must have been worn down or redistributed by broader bodies of water which would be less likely to concentrate the gold than river waters they have already been observed at fifteen hundred feet elevation and if the hypothesis of submergence expressed above is correct should be found up to three thousand feet they are probably of little economic importance ancient river gravels that have been protected from erosion by a covering of recent lava have not yet been noted in the yukon valley though recent flows of basaltic lava occur at various points from the lake region of the lewis river down to st michael island sixty miles north of the mouth of the yukon in the upper stikine valley such an old river channel in which auriferous gravels had been protected by a recent flow of basalt is cut through by the modern stream and has caused a notable enrichment of its bars immediately below it is a question however whether modern erosion in the yukon valley is sufficiently deep and active to expose such channels if they do exist there another source of gold 
which occupies an intermediate position between original and detrital deposits is what is generally known as fossil placers or conglomerate beds within a geological rock formation which is made up of material resulting from the wearing down generally on an old shoreline of older coal-bearing rocks such conglomerates have been observed in both the mission creek and canisseries of beds and if future study shows them to have been formed under favorable conditions they may prove to be an important source of gold according to mr spur's observation the modern places of napoleon creek in the forty mile district have been enriched by gold derived from the basal conglomerate of mission creek series which is made up of materials derived from the birch creek forty mile and rampart series end of section 11 recording by mitali uhuri